Well, welcome back to the next phase with Steve Key podcast, and we've hit a range of subjects. I really come back today to a bit of the core of my own business, and that's consulting uh, in a post 70 hour a week work world. You know, one of the first things that I did when I decided to go out on my own was to uh, join the local Whitby Chamber of Commerce. Now, this uh, chamber has a long history. It was formed or established, I guess, in, in 1928. And it, it helps boost local businesses. It brings together the professionals. It brings together students, entrepreneurs. It's really a voice for the local business community. Uh, they work to try to bring a great customer experience. And I can, I can attest to that. I've been uh, very impressed with the people at the chamber. Uh, and they're a, really a valuable resource uh, to people like myself trying to establish a business in the local Whitby and Durham region in general. Uh, today, I'm, I'm joined by Lorna McGee. She's the engagement and outreach manager with my, my own Whitby chamber. So hello, Lorna. Hello. Thank you, Steve, for having me. Not a problem. Um, prior to, the, to, the, to, to joining your role with the chamber. I mean, you had a kind of an interesting history. You've, you've owned a photo studio, you've managed a winery. Uh, were you a chamber member before you were a chamber executive? Yes, I was. Uh, I started my entrepreneurial journey at a very young age of 19 in 1983 um, and built my business for seven years with Bricks and Mortar, a Bricks and Mortar location. In the 90s, the early 90s, I moved my, my studio to downtown Whitby and Brock Street, and I joined the local Whitby Chamber. Uh, it was invaluable, the amount of networking and connections I made during that period. And I was probably a member maybe for about three to four years. I was a young mother, so it was a little challenged with how much I could get to. But when I did attend events, I definitely got something out of it. And I made a lot of connections. No, with the, then, when the opportunity, though, when the opportunity comes to, to make that decision to go from being a chamber member to a chamber employee, mm -hmm. uh, how did that come about? That came about because I retired from photography about six years ago, seven years now, maybe. Um, I just burnt out. I'd been doing it for close to 30 years and I just wasn't feeling it any longer. Um, I happened to be in my second favorite passion, a wine store, and asked if they are hiring. And I pretty much got hired on the spot and became a manager within a couple of months. I had a wonderful career with Andrew Peller Limited for five years. Uh, and then I heard about this little position with the Whitby Chamber of Commerce. And because I was an entrepreneur and because I was a member, I thought I'd be perfect for the role. So I reached out to Natalie. And uh, the first time we went, I wasn't successful. But two years later, Natalie actually contacted me and asked me to come in for a conversation. And there, here I am now. I'm in my third year with the chamber and I couldn't be happier. The, you know, why should a business join the chamber? There's many reasons. Um, selfishly, I think personally, I did it for the connections and the development of business development and meeting people and trying to grow my network and my business. And obviously you want business from that. Um, on top of that, membership also pays for a lot of the background work that we do behind the scenes as far as advocacy and so forth and, and uh, sticking up for the businesses basically with the local government. 
I am uh, always amazed at how well connected uh, chamber members are. Uh, they seem to know everybody. Is this a, is this really a, a direction from the top down that you, you need to be almost embedded within the community? I believe that that's probably the most important part of membership is trying to get out to the, as many events as you can, no matter how big or small. Uh, we have little events such as Java Jolts, which you're familiar with, mm -hmm. and we have all sorts of walks of businesses that attend those events. Um, and you're right, the ones that are active within the chamber attending events, no matter how big or small, all kind of know somebody within those events. So it's, it's very valuable to your business and your network to attend. I'm just surprised at the connections I've made in a, a relatively short amount of time. There's a a real core group, and I, I, for lack of a better word, I would call them chamber champions, that um, attend all of these events. They contribute. Uh, there are educational opportunities, networking opportunities, and and some are plain and simply a, a really fun social. But the the goal is to build a network. And I, I always tell students when I speak with students that it's very important to to build that network and, and continue that together. And I know that there have been people who mentioned it and I, I can't remember the name offhand, but you know, you, the, when, you're, when you're building a network, you're, you're gonna deal with people that you know and you respect and you trust. And, uh, and uh, it's almost as if the chamber gives us that opportunity to really learn about uh, these other people and their businesses and their challenges. Absolutely. The gentleman you just mentioned is Glenn Smith from Multicorp. That's it. I knew it was one of them. Glenn, Glenn <laughs> the, is definitely one. The Habs fan. <laughs> and we won't, we won't, we won't, I, I am still holding that against him. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's a, he's a, he's the perfect example of a networker. He has a, a national organization. He does moving offices and so forth, uh, but he, he attends Java Jolts. He attends big, functions as well. He'll be at our golf tournament next week on June the 11th. Um, but he's a, he's a big guy in BNI as well, and he promotes the Whitby Chamber within the BNI. Therefore, we get lots of members from the BNI as well. Um, just the networking is crucial to your business. And as you said, the one thing about the Whitby Chamber that we're the most proud of, Whitby is a very warm and welcoming business community. And therefore, when you become part of a chamber, and part of our community, you are the community. Therefore, there's lots of connections being made, lots of relationships being built. And I believe um, last week or the week before, I think a couple of weeks ago, Stephen Jones, you were there from Blue Line Realty. Uh, he described the Whitby Chamber as he thought he was just gonna join because he felt obligated to be part of the chamber. And he started to attend Java Jobs right away. And he said that he didn't, he wasn't looking for work. He said, but he enjoyed that one hour every couple of weeks with the Java Jolters. And he said it took him 18 months before he got a referral or a job out of that. But he said the, the experience he had by networking and now building his business off the chamber was invaluable. Yeah, I found that, um, yeah, and I think I'm, I'm, I'm kind of trying to take that, that same approach, uh, building the network locally because that's where I want to focus my business. But it's just the resources. I, you know, when I, when I formed the company and I had some tax issues, Kim Capetti was, was there to answer questions and just yep. gave me a half hour of her time. And it was really helpful. The, um, the, the cleaning company that we have as a member Q, QJS, uh, QJS. I, I had them do my rugs and, uh, 
they were incredible. And, and again, you know, that's just not to, to tout specific companies necessarily, but my mindset has immediately changed to, can I find it locally? Can I get some people to help? I have been a member during the pandemic. So I, I know you had established programs, but I have never been a part of an in-person chamber program. How difficult has the pandemic been to uh, continue, continue to have engagement with members? That's been the biggest challenge, Steve, is the engagement portion of the networking or the uh, events. Because prior to COVID, we, we were in a different space. The Whitby Chamber had every single signature event sold out. We had three, almost 300 women on March 3rd, 2019, a week and a half before the world blew up at the Ajax Convention Center. And we had a waiting list for people in case somebody canceled their ticket and couldn't go. Every event in the end um, 2019 and into 2020, we had waiting lists for our events and they were selling out crazy because of our reputation. Um, now that we've spun and went virtual uh, and closed the office doors temporarily, we've opened and closed three times uh, currently. Um, we still stayed relevant. We still made sure that we were giving opportunities to our members to still connect, not on the same level as we did in person, obviously, but with the virtual world, we probably dropped down to half the attendees. Um, something as simple as Javagel, you're up in Brooklyn. We used to go to Copper Branch in November of 2019, December, and January, February of 2020. We had 27 people show up at Copper Branch for a coffee in the morning. And downtown Whitby on the Whitby Java Jolts, we had 36 people showing up for a coffee on a Friday, every other Friday. And uh, half of them are still showing up virtually for Java Jolts, but the other half are just kind of disgruntled as far as, you know, you spend so much time on screen, they're not wanting to go on screen. So yes, it is difficult um, to do the virtual, but we are doing our very best and staying relevant and making sure that our members can check our calendar and see that there's a couple of things every week if they want to attend an event. Well, I look forward to June and the, uh, the golf event uh, yes. because uh, it'll be the first time that I've had a chance to, to actually meet some people face-to-face. -face. Uh, yes. In fact, I don't think we've ever met face-to-face. -face. No, I don't believe we have, and, actually. And, it's all been like this. <laughs> well, that's good, because I've, I've had the time to take off 30 pounds of COVID weight. <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> At least I look a, a little bit better. If people want more information, uh, where should they go? What would be the best resource? Uh, the resources our website, whitbychamber.org, is an amazing resource. Our, it's very user-friendly and has anything that you want to ask about the Whitby Chamber. And also, I'm also available at all times because of my position with engagement and outreach. My email is opportunities at whitbychamber.org. And if you don't remember that, it's definitely on the website. And my cell number, because I'm working remotely, is 905-429-0150. And I'll take calls any time of the day or night. And I can certainly, um, I can certainly agree to that. Uh, I hear back from the Whitby Chamber people so quickly, and I'm very fortunate to not only be a member of this chamber, I'm also now uh, helping out on the advisory committee, uh, and I just, I attend as many events as possible. I, I commend you and the team for all the great work and all the great programming and just a big word of thanks for, for people uh, who are chamber members. Greatly appreciate it, Steve. And if you want to let everybody know about your M Mornings presentation at the end of June. <laughs> Jeez, I, 
Shameless self-promotion. Yes, <laughs> uh, I've, I've uh, put that out on social media, but I'll probably re-tag that. So yes, I'm, I'm very uh, thrilled to be uh, speaking at an upcoming event and uh, look forward to it. So again, thank you so much for this, Lorna. My pleasure. Well, uh, the next phase with uh, Steve Key Podcast is available on most of the podcast networks, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify and iHeartRadio, uh, as well as housed uh, initially on Buzzsprout. I'm always looking for good stories. Please uh, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, DM me on Instagram or Twitter at Steve underscore key, or I'll put my email in the podcast description. Again, thanks for listening and have a wonderful day.